Hello, everyone, and welcome to SWAT Radio here on Monday, November 22nd, I believe it is, just a few days before Thanksgiving. I'm David Gray, and back in the studio, and happy to be here along with Doug McCary from His Light Ministries, and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Doug, and uh, I know the theme this week is going to be one of Thanksgiving. Yes, it's uh, Thanksgiving week. And uh, we're going to take a little bit of a departure here this week uh, to to really just talk about Thanksgiving. You know, we we are broadcasting out to people in you know all over the you know state, uh, Florida, Georgia, Virginia, Mississippi, and uh, out west in England and other places. And um, you know, we just want to want to be a reminder this week that we have a lot to be thankful for if you're a believer. Even if you're not a believer, the common grace of God still impacts you out there. And so often our culture really breeds into us a dissatisfaction with things that we have. And so we tend to focus on what we don't have instead of being grateful for what we do have. And so this week I, I, I told David we really want to focus on um, on Thanksgiving and and the fact that we live in a country that uh, has well the whole world wants to come here just about it. I mean everybody who lives in another culture uh, where I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, well a friend of ours, we know uh, he's a banker here in town, and he was telling me that you know that in America it's one of the only countries in the world that as a private person, you can start a bank. In all the other countries, the banks are pretty much run by the government. It's not like private ownership. But in America, you can start a bank to lend people money and help people, you know, uh, get loans and stuff like that. And, yes, they charge interest on loans, but they are able to help businesses get started. It's kind of how our, our country flourished, you know, with that and – we take even things like that for granted, I think. You know, yeah. that you can go put your money in a bank. You don't have to worry about the government stealing it at the bank. In other countries, they do. Now, everybody says, well, taxes. Yeah, that's true. They can tax you, and they, it looks like they are. But um, I just really felt like it would be a good week. And, and as God does so often, as I was reading this morning in the Word, I was reading in Chronicles and, uh, you know, those Old Testament books, like you get into Leviticus and Chronicles, although Chronicles is pretty historical, but you still, you know, I remember wading through the first part of First Chronicles and you're getting into the descendants of Benjamin and the descendants of Ephraim and you're going, well, he had five heads of father's houses. They were mighty warriors, 20, and they go through all the names and you're going, okay, why am I reading all this? Well, because God wanted it to right. be in his word. Right. But then you come out to First Chronicles 16, where David gets the ark back, and he celebrates. And, and I can honestly say I've never noticed this verse, except, again, we were focusing on Thanksgiving. Listen to this. Verse 7 of chapter 16. 
Then on that day, David first appointed that thanksgiving be sung to the Lord by Asaph and his brothers. Mm. On that day, the king says, you know what? We're going to celebrate thanksgiving that the ark is here. And then he goes into this song that basically, if you look at Psalm 96, Psalm 105, sing a new song to the Lord, all those songs, those are songs that David is singing. And as he's singing, he's making a joyful noise. He's, um, you know, that made me think of Psalm 100, mm. you know, you these psalms, why is he singing because the ark's back? Well, because where the ark was, was the presence of the right. Lord. Right. And, and, you know, we take for granted as believers a lot of times that his presence is with us. He never leaves us. We leave him sometimes to go away and, and be distracted by the world, but he never leaves us. Mm. And, and I'm thankful for that, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, I think giving thanks to God is something that, you know, like with so many other things, <laughs> yeah. as a fallen person or as a being sanctified person, but someone who still has, you know, battles with the sinful nature, right? I just, I'm, I'm up and down with, with my thanksgiving. I catch myself. How many times do you, and then maybe listeners can identify with this. Do you catch yourself giving a rote Thanksgiving before a meal? Oh, and, you, and I you, can be, oh, you, you just like say it without thought. Yeah. And just, and, and I've caught my, and, and you know, and again, I still do it. I'm still guilty of it, but I've been catching myself saying, you know, okay, look at what God has done in so many ways, you know, the, the material possessions really being secondary to the spiritual blessings, of course, but, but the, the material blessings, that's not to minimize those at all. And how often am I just guilty of saying a quick two sentence, thank you to God before I put the TV on, you know, working from home while I'm eating lunch, you know, and it's just, it really, I'm really convicted of that and been been trying not to be that way, but sometimes I still am. But um, little things like that, I think I think we overlook. And when I say we, you know, I mean me. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, we overlook Thanksgiving. Well, we do. We we go right to Christmas a lot of times, and we dismiss this time that we as believers can say thanks, God, thank you. Um, and, and I'll just add, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but how many times too, do we as believers have either unbelievers at our house for Thanksgiving can tell I'm not Southern. I don't put the accent the way you do on Thanksgiving, (laughs) Thanksgiving, but, but how many, how often do we have unbelievers at our house and have a, a witnessing opportunity, an opportunity to put God on display just by reading Psalm 100 right before the meal or, 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 or just to say, or, or, Hey or, Lord, you know exactly. what? Exactly. Well, hey, we're going to thank you. We, we want to give thanks Lord, because you are good. You have, have provided for us. We have a place to live. We have, you know, uh, we have food on our table. We have, you know, we have a car in our driveway. We have or a bicycle. It, it, we have transportation, you know, 90% of the world walks, to places they have to go. I remember being in India and that guy walked five hours just to hear us teach the word of God. Mm. You and I can turn on a podcast. We can, right. we have technology. We can, 
go down to a church and hear it, not walking five hours to hear the God's word taught. So I'm reminded of first Thessalonians five. And I know that that's one of the themes we're going to talk about this week, which says, give thanks in all circumstances. You know, give thanks always. This is God's command through the servant. Paul, Paul thought it was so important. He not only wrote it to the Thessalonians, he also wrote it to the Ephesians. He says in 520, give thanks always and for everything to God the Father. Well, last I checked in the Greek, the Greek word for always means always. The Greek word for everything means everything. And so a lot of times we tend to be like the disciples in the boat. Don't you care? Mm. Don't you care? It doesn't say he's not going to let you go through difficult times but even those difficult times i was thinking today as i backed out of the 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 driveway at my house because you know i was i was complaining this morning about as we often do about the wind it was just so windy you open your door papers go flying and stuff i'm like really but then i saw the trees and i was reminded we have a little tree in our front that's about maybe four years old three years old and I was reminded as I watched that tree sway back and forth and that wind beat on it. And I thought, you know, that makes that tree stronger mm. as it goes through those things. And I think even in our life, when we come out of the other side of a difficult circumstance, we're stronger. Well, that was one of the main points of a recent lesson, right, in Acts about God strengthening our walk by allowing us to go through attacks. Not attacking us, as one caller suggested, but but <laughs> yeah. but, but allowing us to go through. Yeah, who attacks. let that guy in That's anyway, right. Jeremy? But <laughs> but allowing us to go through attacks, and and the example was right with Paul. God promised him that he could stay in Corinth, and he wouldn't come under attack, mm-hmm. physical attack. But right after that, the narrative tells us that he gets dragged before the tribunal with Gallio. So to your point, he still allows us to go through sufferings and trials right even if it's not going to be a physical attack like in the case of paul and that that is one of the ways he strengthens and deepens our walk with him yep well here's what we're going to do i told david that today tomorrow and wednesday uh we are going to let you call in and say what you're thankful for um just just to express it it'll be on here you can share the podcast with somebody you can send them a link to it it's maybe somebody special. You know, one of the things that I found, David, in my life as I've gotten older that I really like doing is going back to people who've had a significant impact on mm. me or even just doing some act of kindness in my life, going back to them and saying, you know what? Thank you for doing that. That was really meaningful. And I just wanted to thank you for taking the time to do whatever you, mm. this person did. And I, I want to give our listeners a chance to do that. So, um, David, you can give them the number. I know we got to go to break. But when we come back for the rest of the program today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, you can call in. We'll stop what we're talking about. You can comment or you can thank somebody on air. And I just first want to say thank you for my mom and dad. I know they listen. I thank you for my wife, Lori. Um, and I'm very thankful for the influences that these people have had in my life to make me uh, who I am today. Great. 
Well, the number here is 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928. And as Doug said, feel free to call with a Thanksgiving. We'll be back after the break. Come on back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. SWAT Radio, David Gray and Doug McCary here with you today and glad you are listening and with us. And as Doug was saying before the break, we are uh, looking at, uh, this is Thanksgiving week and we're looking at passages of scripture that command us to be thankful and examples of God's people in scripture that expressed very specific and and joyful thanksgiving to him in, in all circumstances. And Doug was saying, if you'd like to call with a thanksgiving or a comment that you'd like to share on the air, you can call us at 844-777-7928. Uh, you can also email to uh, ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask at SWATradio.com. If you'd rather not be on the air, and we can always, uh, if you're okay with it, read your your comments uh, on the air. But um, anyway, Doug, you were saying right before we went to break about, that's a great idea about going back to people that have had an impact in your life or done an act of kindness for you. And maybe it was a long time ago, but just reaching out to them and letting them know what a, what an impact that had. Yeah. And, you know, this whole idea that Paul says, give thanks always. I remember I was speaking one time out, out in Colorado and a guy came up after I, I shared about that text and and I basically made a comment that even, you know, even in the midst of cancer, when he says give thanks for everything, uh, there's no exception clause in there. And you go, but why would I give thanks for cancer? Why would I give thanks for something tragic? Well, 
the key to that is understanding the context for what Paul is saying. And what Paul says is if you go back before that, he says to be filled with the Spirit. And being filled with the Spirit means that you were yielded to the Word of God, which you know from God's Word that he causes all things to work together for the good of those what who love him and are called according to his purpose. So everything that follows that text about being filled with the Spirit is, is uh, dependent on the empowering of the Spirit of God. There's no way in the flesh you could say, well, Lord, I'm thankful that you're letting me go through this unless you have the spirit of God. Mm. I remember a lady out in uh, Texas named Kathy O'Brien that went to our church and she got cancer and she ended up succumbing to that cancer physically. Now she's in uh, what Richard calls the victorious church up in heaven. And, but, but she always had this smile on her face. She always, even in the midst of the chemotherapy, even in the midst of everything she was going through, because she said, do you realize I get to go to the cancer ward and the chemotherapy ward, and all these people, most of them around me don't know Jesus. Mm. And I get to be a witness to them. Yeah. And she was taking joy because her focus was not on what she wasn't getting, but what God was allowing her to do. Mm. And so, so often, remember what I said at the beginning of the program, we have been conditioned by our culture to be dissatisfied with our life. Remember, have it your way, all the things in our culture that says, hey, listen, you need a new this, you need a new that. And and we tend to be discontented always, mm-hmm. even, even when we get something. You know, if you've ever gotten anything new, you know how quickly it wears off, right? Within a few weeks, you're like, Man, did I really make the right decision? Oh, yeah. It's Absolutely. like buyer's remorse well, kind of especially thing. the way technology is today. You buy something and it's outdated two weeks later. But to live a life of gratitude, the first thing is we have to be full of the Spirit and yielded to the Spirit. And then as we are yielded to the Spirit and we spend time with His God and His Word, the fruits of the Spirit, the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, all these things, the the faithfulness, all that will start to enable us to be, live a life that is gracious mm-hmm. um, and, gra- and, and grateful. So I, I entitled this week's theme, you know, Grace and Gratitude. And so ultimately, what did Paul say in 2 Corinthians 4? He said, these are light and momentary afflictions that are far outweighed by what's on the other side. So if we focus on the here and now, the things we're experiencing now, I can promise you, you're going to be a miserable person mm. because the world that we live in is very broken. But if your focus is on, oh my gosh, I, I have eternity. David, you and I are going to spend eternity together no matter what happens here. And I remember one of our SWAT guys passed away from ALS. His body was getting devastated physically, but his inner spirit was getting strengthened. Mm. And as he got closer to death, his spirit began to rejoice more and more because he knew where he was going to be. Yeah. And I think Richard mentioned this yesterday. Richard Cooper is our pastor in his sermon. He mentioned that he really believes that, that God gives believers that extra measure of grace 
and faith as they near physical death to anticipate and be and be great with physical you know physical death there may be aspects that you're still a little nervous about or you know your loved ones are going to be missing you and sad and all of that but but that's an interesting thought that he was getting more and more excited and looking forward to where he was going to be as opposed to becoming more and more nervous or worried about physically dying. Yeah, and you know, and I want to make a distinction too between gratitude our feeling and uh, and and thanksgiving to mm-hmm. people. You it, it really nobody's going to have an attitude of gratitude for cancer sure. or a tragedy. Right. But what you can do is see how God can do things in inside of that, you know. Um and so, hey, I think we got a question. We got a caller, actually. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Ralph, welcome to SWAT Radio. How are you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Call in and get, where, where are you calling uh, from? Well, actually, I'm actually calling from Portsmouth right now, but I live in Norfolk. Oh, okay, good. Well, uh, uh, how, how's the signal up there? Are we coming in loud and clear? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's good. Well, it's good to hear from you. What, what's on your mind today? Well, I just, you know, I just want to, you know, be in season for Thanksgiving and all. Of course, I thank God every day of my life that I'm still breathing. Mm. I'm going on, going on 75 years old, still getting around, still working. Mm. Good for you. Uh, I just want to give thanks. I want to give thanks that God reached down to save me. Mm. I mean, I give, I give thanks to God for my salvation. Mm. I thank God for his Holy Spirit. I thank for my family that he's given me, my wife, children. And uh, also I want to make a comment on that scripture uh, where it's, you know, it says to give thanks. I believe it says we are to give thanks in all things. Yes, sir. It says concerning you in Christ Jesus, we give thanks in all things, not for all things. I believe is what the scripture says. Mm-hmm. That's right. It says in all things. At, yes, sir. Yeah. makes a lot of difference between for and all. <laughs> it makes yeah, a huge difference. No, that's that's a you know what? That's a really really good point because when when he says um uh, you t- you talking about the Thessalonian uh, scripture, the one in Thessalonians. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. over in 1 Thess 5 or uh, yeah, 1 Thess 5:18, he he says um give thanks in your ex- in all circumstances for this is the Not will of God. Not for everything. Yeah. 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 So yes, in yes. as you go through it, but he, you know, he also says, um, you know, as you, as you go through it, he says, don't quench the spirit right after that. And, you know, oh, no. I, you know, no, and, no, and yeah. you think, you think about the disciples, right? When the disciples were on the boat and they were in the middle of the storm, what was the first thing they did? They went to him and they said, don't you care? And, and Ralph, far too many of us who profess oh, Lord, to be yes, believers, yes, yeah, I, we, yeah. we, we, when we go through a difficult time, we don't say, God, you don't care. You know what we say? God doesn't hear my prayers. And, and that's an, if we're his children, what we're saying is our dad isn't listening to us. And that, and that's offensive. Yeah, well, you know, that's, yeah, that's the enemy, man. That's the enemy. Yeah, tripping us up. Yeah, he is. Letting us see the real truth of the matter. He is, but that's all made. It's all done and made. All these things come to make us strong. 
Well, you that's know, exactly right. We got to we got to we got to see that and how we react to it. I, I, you know, the Lord's looking for our reaction. Well, you know, it, it, he it, wants it, to see our reaction, and he knows what he knows what he's going to do before we ever experience yeah. deliverance, or uh, maybe he he lets us go longer. But he knows. Remember when he fed the five thousand, and he says, "Hey." How are we going to feed these people? And it says he knew what he was going to do. He said this to test them. Well, those other things, we go through difficult times because the world is broken. But I, I so appreciate your insight there into the in the circumstance, but not for the circumstance. That's a really good insight. Right. And it's a great call. And, Ralph, you know what? I'm thankful that God brought you into his kingdom and uh, if we don't get to meet here on earth, we can certainly see uh, up in the Victoria's Well, I listen church. to you guys quite a bit in the evening driving home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's, I thank God for your program. Well, you know. well we're Just glad you're listening. sitting down and breaking bread, brother. Yeah. yeah. No, that's Just good. sitting down breaking bread. That's what it is. <laughs> that, it is. Well, th- thank, thank you so much. And I pray you have a great Thanksgiving, okay? You too. Y'all. Thanks, Ralph. Too. Right. Okay. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, that's a great call, and I can you can hear the you can hear the Thanksgiving in his voice. That's a great call, and he made a great point. You know, I've said to people, people have brought that up in classes I've been in or in one on one conversations, and I the way I've put it is, you know, if we're suffering, and or we've got bad news or a bad health diagnosis or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean we have to do cartwheels across the front yard about it, right? That's not yeah. what rejoice in all circ or give thanks or rejoice in all circumstances means yeah right yeah it, and that was a great point he said give thanks in all circumstances yes and the, knowing that there's a deep abiding assurance that god has us in his hands that that this this illness or this financial setback or whatever it is is not the end well and again just to reemphasize, paul isn't telling them they must be thankful for the difficulties Instead, he's challenging them to be thankful as they go through the circumstances that, you know, the secret of contentment isn't found in whether God delivers or not. It's found in what? Recognizing Christ is with us. We're not alone. That's right. We are going to break at the bottom of the hour here for the news on SWAT radio. Our number again is 844-777-7928. We would love to hear from you with a thanksgiving or a comment or a question here on SWAT Radio, and we will be back after the break. Please come back.
Watt Radio, David Gray and Doug McCary. And boy, I hate to cut off that oh, lead in man. music. And Doug has gone back to his Pentecostal roots <laughs> here in the studio while that was playing. He is he has got the hands going. Well, and listen, that is such, there. you know, by the way, these songs that come up are random. We we don't plan those, but... Um, well, that's the Messiah well, right well, there. Well, ha- yeah. yeah, yeah, but hallelujah for those people out there... Uh, Hallel is praise. It's praising God. It's it's a it's it's used as an expression of gratitude or adoration mm. to the Most High Yahweh, and uh, it's it's used twenty four times in the Hebrew Bible, uh, and and it's um, it's four times in Revelation, but it it's um, it's used in songs to express gratitude, and I just thought, how perfect. By the way, if you want to know who that group is, that soulful celebration, you can Google them, go to YouTube, and, and find it. Abby, my daughter, loves that. When we get in the car, sometimes she'll say Christmas, and she'll say, Luya, Luya. She just wants to, love it. She wants to do it. it. So That is really a cool version of Handel's Messiah, right? I mean, yes. that is what it is, and that is... It just means praise real, the Lord. Oh, yeah, really Praise cool. the Lord, which Re- is it's really giving gratitude to him. Um, you know, and and I want to go back, David, to what... Uh, I, I so appreciate, Ralph. Thank you again for calling uh, and sharing um, that, that you're grateful. You know, Paul in Romans 5 uses even stronger language than he does over in uh, 1 Thessalonians first uh, first uh in in uh romans 5 3 just read that real quick um oh you're now that's in the new testament yeah i got it yeah yeah, come on romans 5 3 Uh, more than that we rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance yes so suffering is going to produce endurance in us as we go through difficult times that's what i was saying earlier and and in the same way that paul encourages the corinthians these light and momentary yeah. afflictions are really producing in us a deepening of our faith that we don't always uh, evaluate as a good thing when we're going through it right well you were you mentioned this earlier and we were talking about it in the break but as you talked about you know you like the practice of maybe looking back and thanking someone for something they've done in your life that was impactful or an act of kindness. And in the same way, God throughout scripture commands us to, and commands his people, especially in the old Testament to remember, 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 remember what I've done for you. Hmm. And I think part of the way that we grow and, and we are able to get through difficult things with thanksgiving in our hearts, yes, is to remember all the ways God has taken care of us throughout our life. And I think as we, you and I get to be the age we're at, we can reflect on a lot of things um, that God has done for us and the ways that he's taken care of us. But, you know, you, we were talking about this in the break, you know, what he commanded the Jews as they crossed into the promised land to set up the stones, the pile up the stones in the Jordan river. So that when their children see it, they would go, what are these for? And you could say, Hey, can we tell you the story? Right. So like when I was up at that shooting school last week, 
And I told those guys, I love bragging on God. Let me tell you what he did. Mm. And I mean, we are the living stones today. Right. I mean, we are. That's what he says in first Peter two. You're living stones. That's what he's talking about. Mm. We are going to be the stones of testimony of the greatness of God. And if you never go through difficulty, how are you? I mean, how are you going to really be a, a, a viable witness to him? Yep. You know, to what he's done. Jesus used an illustration over in John. Remember, he says, when a woman gives birth, she has sorrow. But when she has the baby, guess what? She forgets about the pain. Doesn't mean the pain wasn't there. Doesn't mean the pain wasn't bad. But she's what? Rejoicing in the life yeah. that comes out. And and Jesus is telling them that to help them understand. You're going to go through a little bit of pain here. But boy, when you get to the other side. Yeah. It's it's you're going to forget all about that. In our case, my wife forgot the pain, but she remembered the things I did to annoy her during the, like eating donuts. During, <laughs> yeah, during labor. <laughs> yeah, no, funny. Well, you know, David, by the way, uh, if you're out there, we would love for you to call in and thank uh, whoever it's it's this is a week of Thanksgiving every day. Uh, you know, we're not asking for money. We're, we're asking for thanks. Yeah. We just want people to thank god thank whoever be grateful uh have an attitude of thanksgiving and express it on air to encourage other people who are out there and you can thank god or thank the people for whatever god puts on your heart but you can call in and we want to give a form for that but you were telling me david about (laughs) your roots up in boston and how your grandfather to the 11th time i think right your 11th time yeah was on the Mayflower. That's right. Yep. Yeah, and so this is kind of a this is kind of a combination Thanksgiving story as it relates to the Pilgrims, but also a sovereignty of God story. Uh, and I'll I'll be brief. Um, uh, well, that's pe- that's are, an oxymoron. Yeah, when pe- David people are rolling their eyes all over <laughs> yeah. the radio dial. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have a my grandfather going back eleven times. I'm directly descended from a guy named Stephen Hopkins who was on the Mayflower and. What's crazy about the story is he was he was not one of the pilgrims. I was telling Doug in the break, the pilgrims were referred to, that group was referred to as the saints. But there was another group on the Mayflower that was not part of the pilgrim group, and they were known as the strangers. Mm-hmm. And but, but they were needed. They were allowed that pilgrims took some of those folks because for a variety of reasons, that they had experience with farming or, or, or raising animals or that in in my grandfather's case my great 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 grandfather he had experience in the new world he had been to jamestown and he um came over on, on the way to jamestown and they literally the the flotilla hit what was probably a hurricane and they were basically going down for a number of days they thought it was the end they were making preparations for it to be the ship to sink and to drown and all those things and they made it somehow to bermuda and they got onto the island of Bermuda. They set up a settlement on Bermuda. And this is in the 1600s, right? Yeah. And they built another ship that was good enough to get them from Bermuda to Jamestown. Wow. And so after all that, they don't try to go back to England. They they continue and make it to Jamestown. So, and then he wound up coming over and, and he was not, he was wound up being like an associate governor to, to, uh, uh, 
who's the governor, oh, Miles uh, Bradford or John Bradford. He and you know he was part of the Mayflower Compact. His signature was on the Mayflower Compact. So, but I think about talking about baking your noodle, right? Yeah. I think about if he had died and not made it to Bermuda, not lived and made it to to Massachusetts, you know, would I be here? Well, that's the sovereign hand of that's God. That's right. Absolutely. And what's so amazing is that God... So I'm thankful for that, well, by the way. Well, I am too, because I'd be here on air by myself if you were... <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, no, that. but that's amazing. That it is really... a pretty... It is. And then I was telling you, just to wrap it up, a, a good friend of mine, uh, a woman I've worked with for 20 plus years, a few years ago, she was talking about how she went to see the restored Mayflower come through the Cape Cod Canal on its way back to Plymouth, Massachusetts. And we got talking about the Mayflower. And I said, oh, by the way, I found out not too long ago that I'm related to this guy named Stephen Hopkins. And she said, he's my direct grandfather 11 times back. And we found out that his daughter, Stephen Hopkins' daughter, had a bunch of kids. And I'm directly descended from one of her sons. And my friend is directly descended from another of her sons. So, so we cousins. are we are cousins. And, That's uh, crazy. So it is a yeah. Probably a lot of Mass- people in Massachusetts have that story. But um, anyway, it's just it's it's such a story of God's providence for in a, in a lot of different ways. Um, and, and of course, then he was part of what we would consider the first Thanksgiving and and all with Massasoit and all of that story. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. That and is- it's a, by the way, there's a book called about his life called A Stranger Among Saints, about that whole thing I'm talking about. It's a great read. If and anybody... if you get it and bring it up here, David will <laughs> yeah, autograph I will it autograph one it. of the relatives. On behalf of my <laughs> grandfather to the 11th power. Well, you know, David, the the Bible has verse after verse after verse, many of them written by King David, but uh, and many of them sung by Chris Tomlin, you know, uh, Chris Tomlin has a great way of taking these verses and making uh, praise songs out of them. But you know this one, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Over and over, Psalm 106, Psalm 107, uh, Psalm 118. All these things start off, give thanks to the Lord. He is good. His love endures forever. And the reason that we give thanks to God is because if we are his, his love endures forever. I mean, that that is an amazing thing when you think. And, and, you know, yesterday we were in church and our pastor was sharing a message. And he was sharing from First Peter, our second Peter uh, 1. And he was just talking about how God's love is there if we're his. Not because of the way we live our life. You know, when that bird came through and hit me and almost killed me, the one thing that I remember most about that whole moment was that God revealed to me that day that my eternal destiny is not based in my choices. It's based on his sovereign grace. For by grace are you saved through faith. And he's good. His mercy's everlasting. And... uh and you cannot praise God. You cannot worship him if you're not thankful. Mm. I mean, it just can't happen. If you're complaining, you can't come to the altar. Now, listen, that doesn't mean you can't be honest with God. David was honest with the God. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about being thankful that 
his love is good and it endures forever. Yeah. And I and I'll tell you that's again as someone who's flawed, that's a struggle for me. I I have a complaining spirit sometimes, and uh, but God is changing that for yeah, sure. Well, well, I still there's still an opportunity for people to call, call and thank whoever you want to thank. And yep, it's eight four four seven 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 nine two eight if you want to call, and uh, with a Thanksgiving or a question or a comment, we'd love to hear from you. We're going to take our last break of the program today, and we will be right back on SWAT Radio. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Doug McCary. And what a great line that is in that song, that this baby that you delivered will some will soon deliver you. And that reminds me, speaking of David and the Psalms, right, of David talking about, you know, um, Basically, Jesus was going to be his descendant or son, yeah. but he was his Lord. He was Jesus is David's Lord, and this is—I know there's a psalm about that. I can't think of psalm exactly. Psalm Yeah, it? maybe, but the the messianic psalm that 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 the descendant of David, just like that song said that Jesus would deliver Mary, even though she physically delivered him. The descendant of David, right? Would, the Lord would, said would to my Lord, him, right? "Sit at my right hand until right. I make your enemies your footstool." Right. right. You know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, rem- reminder to give us a call at 844-777-7928 if you'd like to express a Thanksgiving or if you have a question or a comment. We'd love to hear from you in the last segment of the program. And and, and also, uh, tomorrow and Wednesday, we, we're going to kind of go through the same format. And uh, if you don't call today, maybe think about it a little bit and uh, plan to call tomorrow or Wednesday, and we will be happy to... Uh, Take your call. Yeah, get you on. And, you know, again, we just want to go back and emphasize when we talk about uh, in everything, give thanks in everything. Um, 
you know, we're, we're not telling people to be thankful for evil, but, but to basically be thankful that God is with you as you go through tragedy, evil, whatever it is, a bad time. And so if, if you thank him for that and keep your eyes fixed on him, then you're thanking him that he gives you the strength to go through it, that he gives you the power to, to go through those times. And for his promises that even though, Lord, this is hard, I know and trust you that you will take it, use it for your glory. And in the end, I'm going to be stronger for it. You're going to be more glorified by my faith and trust in you through it. And when, because what happens is, it doesn't even mean that you can't be sad or grieve as you go through. You can grieve and still be thankful. You can hurt and be thankful. Um, you just keep your eyes fixed on him uh, and, and want to say, Lord, this is very hard, but I trust you. Mm. And I'm thankful that I know you are taking me through this. Yeah. You know, one phrase you use a lot that I've stolen <laughs> I sound like Milton Berle. Now I'm really dating myself, <laughs> who always talked about stealing other people's lines and jokes. But you use the line, put God on display. Mm-hmm. And you just mentioned about going through difficult things and keeping that attitude of thanksgiving. And you've talked about today on the air two people that you've known that had diseases, physical diseases, and yet were unbelievable witnesses for for Jesus and and they put God on display despite the suffering they were going through and and what an impact that is and and, and you're t- now you're t- I don't know how long ago the woman in Texas you mentioned and oh gosh and, that was yeah. that was 15 years yeah and you're years. talking about her 15 years later on the radio as someone who you remember because of her attitude and and her her thankfulness to God even though she went through something really difficult and and our SWAT brother who had ALS same same thing yeah um so that that's another way to look at this is people notice i i was mentioning to you in one of the breaks when my mom died you know a year and a half ago she was talking to the staff about Jesus and folks from her church came in and sang hymns in her room with the door open and you know all the all the staff was hearing that and um you know so that's another another reason for being thankful because people are watching. Yeah. And, you know, we live in a time right now where a lot of people can be focused on negative things. In fact, you were sharing about your ancestors, right? In Boston, it was back in 1621 uh, during the second winter in America that um, the, it was Bradford who was remembering the first winter had killed 44 Mm. of the hundred colonists that was there. That was almost 40% of them wiped out, right? Yeah. And their rations were down really, really, I think uh, five five kernels of corn uh, per person. Can mm. you imagine that? Yeah. That's that's all you're living off of? But then uh, unexpectedly, a, a, a ship came in that had food, and they were able to trade, you know, furs and different things for that food. And then the next summer's crop, there was a there was a lot of mm. of food there, and it was there in uh, nineteen sixty or sixteen twenty one. I mean, that Bradford said, "You know what? We're going to set aside a day of feasting, 
and we're going to celebrate and show gratitude to God for his provision mm. and uh, the the provisions that, that they had, they gave grace uh, and thanks to God for. And it wasn't until Lincoln officially set aside Thursday right. back in 1863 as a, quote, day of thanksgiving and prayer to our father, being Father God. And then in 1941, Congress ruled uh, that the fourth Thursday of every uh, November be Thanksgiving and a legal holiday. And so we, like you said earlier, we kind of blow by it. But a lot of people, if you were to ask them, they wouldn't even know about the origins of, mm. of the holiday. Right. In fact, some people maliciously uh, lie about it to say it was, you know, they don't celebrate it because, you know, people came over and slaughtered. And that was not it at all. Right. The The pilgrims came over seeking religious freedom and they gave thanks to God for his provision in helping them find 20 acres of cleared land. Uh, and there were no hostile Indians on that land. Right. As a matter of fact, and the one that stands out is Massasoit, who helped them. Yeah. And uh, it's I don't know if it'll be on this year, but I remember in the past few years, P- PBS did a really good program on the true story of the pilgrims it was it was really accurate well actually the na- there there were like 80 native americans who joined the pilgrims mm-hmm. in the thanksgiving right. and they brought like deer meat and and yeah. other things that they had and they got to witness prayers and messages of right. hope and uh people singing praise songs for three whole days yeah i would encourage people if you get a chance to, to go back, even if you've heard the story and you know it, to go back and read some detail or find that program that's been on, maybe you can find it online. It's it's an it's an unbelievable story. What mm-hmm. they went through, the dangers that they face. I mean, you you think of through many dangers, toils and snares, the dangers that they faced, and also just coming from a. Most of these people were probably, even though you know England certainly had a rural you know, aspect to it. And a lot of them came from a kind of a rural background. They came from a very uh, established civilization into a wild country. Well, they did. But in the pilgrims, you know, they could have focused on their losses. They could have focused on the fact that 40 of them were wiped out, but no, uh, they were thankful for the provision. Yep. And as believers, if you're out there, and you are a a child of God, the one thing that you should trump every tragedy in your life, I don't care how bad your life is, and I don't really believe there's anybody listening out there whose life is worse than the Apostle Paul's was as far as physical pain, torment, and hardship. But the greatest thing that's ever happened to any child of God is that Jesus Christ died to redeem them and make it possible for them to exist throughout eternity in relationship with God, the creator in a body that will experience no pain, Mm -hmm. no suffering. And with God, Jesus, the Holy spirit and the loved ones who love him. Mm -hmm. And that gift is available to everybody who calls on the name of Jesus and says, 
I want you to save me from my sin. I want to give my life to you. Uh, you, you don't have to go through a bunch of fan, fancy formula. There is no formula. It's faith. It's trusting, responding to the call. You may be listening now and you go, I, I don't know that I really know God. Well, here's the thing. God created you and me for a dependent relationship. And the Bible says that because he created the earth and he created you and me and created us for that relationship, his desire is for us to walk in dependence on him. And because of our selfishness and self-ledness, we walk in rebellion. We don't want God in our life. We, we, we come into the world wanting our own way. And the Bible says because of that, we are separated from God. And that separation leads ultimately to eternal separation where when we die, we go away from God and away from God is pain and suffering away from God. There's no hope and no help, but God in his mercy sent Jesus who died on the cross and said, listen, I'm going to die on the cross. Three days later, I'm going to rise again to prove I have, I'm the Messiah. I'm the one God sent to redeem mankind as the sacrifice for every rebellion, every disobedient act, every act that you should do that you don't do. I'm going to be that one, and I'm going to pay the penalty for your rebellion. And the Bible says that he did that, and three days later he rose again. And he says that if anyone will renounce their own leadership to follow him trust him, allow his sacrifice to be the only thing that God sees for their effort. It's not anything we do. It's what he's done. The Bible says, then if you have faith in him, not in his acts, but in him, then the Bible says you will be welcomed into the family of God. The spirit of God will grow you. And that's the gospel. And if you've never done that, Don't go to sleep tonight without saying, Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to trust you. I believe that you are my Savior and Lord. And today, from now on, I'm yours. Amen. I cannot add one thing to that except to say thank you all for listening today. We appreciate you being with us. We're thankful to our sponsors. And we want to tell you our phone number one more time. It's 844 777 7928. And over the next couple of days, we'd love to have you call and share a Thanksgiving uh, or um, give a question or a comment. And also, don't forget SWATradio.com for past programs. We'll see you tomorrow. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening 